everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Discussions. Today I'm joined with Logan and Paul. Paul, what are you drinking on today, buddy? Um, I actually have to give a little bit of a shout out. I have a good friend. We all know him, Burke. He's been on the podcast before. Um, he gave me some Rebel Calf Strength. I have the the private select of the distilleries collection, but not the calf strength, and it is it is fantastic. I kept saying, thinking you were saying calf, like a like a baby cow. Yeah, it's calf strength. No, it's cast cast strength. Gotta get your leg days in with calf strength. Uh, what what are you drinking on, Logan? Um, I'm having some Maker's Mark. Just Maker's some, Mark. Some regular old Maker's Mark. Very nice. I am T minus one week late for this baby so it could be due any minute any hour any day uh so i'm drinking on diet to coke and sparkling flavored water naturally flavored coffee flavor it is god awful um but it's something other than water i could just drink water but that's that's too hard i mean it makes sense though you shouldn't be drinking right now that is a big man responsibility and you have a child that's potentially going to be popped out any moment yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's there is a possibility that during the live stream, uh, the water could break, right? Or contractions start happening every four minutes, and I, I, I'm like, all right, peace, love y'all, and uh, that's it. Right, and then me and Logan have to continue on without you. <laughs> yeah, is that a foot behind you? That is a foot. Yeah, I, oh. I, I'm actually at Burke's place today, so we were watching oh. some football and drinking, some doing some bourbon tasting, and I was like, you know what, your PC doesn't cut out. So um, can I use it? <laughs> so I'm using his right now. Nice, nice. How was your guys' week? Anything crazy happen? Nothing crazy. Uh, learned some new stuff about cars. But other than that, uh, pretty pretty standard week. Had a good Ooh, week. Cars? We like all cars. love cars. Anything uh, crazy in the car world going on? Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's... Actually, one car that I found out about that's really cool. It's the uh, called the Vision Avatar. It's a Mercedes car and it's a concept car. Really? It, it originally like the prototype came out in 2020. But they were supposed to release it this year and get get this. All right. I know you haven't seen the vehicle yet. I'm going to show it to you. But keep in mind, it's supposed to MSRP at seventy six thousand dollars. Oh, that's financially that's affordable. Better than I mean, most for a, Mercedes. For a Mercedes, it's not bad if we're talking about... I mean, just wait till you see the car, though. Okay. That's the thing. Fair the, enough. A little bit of backstory. It's actually... You know the team that worked on the Avatar movie? Like, yeah. yeah. The James Cameron movie? That's coming out, the new one in December? Yeah, that one. They worked... Mercedes worked with uh, the team from Avatar to make this vehicle. You know how you start the car? You got to put your dick in it, and that's how it connects. <laughs> <laughs> Just hook up your ponytail. Is it blue too? No. Yes. <laughs> of course it is. We'll get into it uh, after the intro. So let's go ahead and ro- 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 roll it. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. 
Cheers. Salud. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Chime on in. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. I think I saw a TikTok with that. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, we, we've actually, look, we're streaming uh, Saturday, 6 p.m. We switched because Paul's playing football. and I'm not playing football. I'm coaching football. Which PS we won, by the way, over this past Friday. Oh, did so you guys win? We did in overtime. It was a hell of a win. What's um, the score? Uh, Thirty-four to twenty-eight. I think is what the final was. We won it oh, in wow. overtime. Uh, defense had a stop to win the game on the five-yard line. Nice. First overtime. Yeah, in overtime. Yeah. Nice. Um, but that car, I'm pretty sure I saw. What's her name? Like exotic car baby or whatever her mm-hmm. name is on TikTok. Supercar Blondie. That's what it is. Supercar Blondie. She did a thing on it, and those back um, levels or whatever pop open for aerodynamics and stuff. Baffles. Yeah. yeah. yeah that car panels. is wild. So is those it... panels go not only up and down, but they will tilt left and right as well. Right. In so all directions. Are those wheels complete concept wheels, too? Because they're like circular, aren't they? Yeah, so this car actually crab walks. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm deadly serious. It crab walks. It goes side to side. And wait till you see the interior. It's going to blow your mind. We got a crip walking car. Yep. It'll go side to side, bro. So Is there interior photos of this? This is a side look at it. But yes, there is interior photos. These doors are made of glass, entirely of glass. Okay, so you're sitting in like what looks like a cocoon. Yep. And I like the Jane yep. Cameron artwork going on around it. You see these lights here, too? Mm-hmm. I'll show a video here in a minute. But these lights, the faster you go, the faster they move backwards. That's fucking badass. So that it's like a, a raindrop, kind of an LED raindrop that comes backwards and changes based on how fast you're driving. But you can see here, this is like the mother tree. That's kind of yeah. the look they're going for here. If you've seen the movies. Um, this is pretty cool, too. So if you know anything about Teslas, the Plaid, which is their fastest model, right. is 250 kilowatts of power. Output. So this is 100 so kilowatts more of output. It's a whole, all electric then? or Fully electric, four electric motors in this vehicle. So if I was right when I was watching this, this is going to be a very large autonomous driving vehicle, correct? Where like it's almost better than Tesla's autonomy, where it's going to drive it more in a sense. It's users for itself like you can sit back and kind of relax and like pop the fucking seat up right or no so you can drive this vehicle i believe that they're looking at making this a vehicle that drive it's a driverless vehicle i think right now though it is controlled by the driver but i'll show you the interior Um, so are they planning on mass producing this car sort of on the scale that tesla's done it there's no way they could i Yeah, I doubt it. I think that this is going to be more of like, this is basically a supercar. It's a Mercedes supercar, but. um, So if it's going to be a supercar, if you mind me interrupting, sorry. um, How are they going to hit that price range? There's no way they're going to be able to hit that 70, whatever price range you said, and be at a supercar and be a whole new concept, you know, top of the line vehicle and be in a $75,000 price tag. There's I feel like that's just, they're saying that to grab attention. Am I wrong? They, Mercedes did not come out and say that. Mercedes did not say MSRP uh, on this vehicle is going to be $76,000. It has been rumored that the vehicle would be $76,000 MSRP. With this a dealer a, markup of five hundred grand. 
Yeah, this could be a, a million dollar car. For all <laughs> 500% <I know>. markup. <laughs> um, but something really cool about these is we've actually talked about in the past um, electric vehicles and the batteries, what it takes to actually make a battery, all of the raw materials that go into it. Being in the industry now that where they we make the batteries, it's it's pretty wild, actually. Um, it's eye opening on the shit that we have to do, at least with these cells. So like the cells are mass produced, right? Like Tesla, General Motors, Ford, all these companies are not specifically making their own battery. They're outsourcing to companies like the one I worked for who specialize in making the automation to make that battery for them. Um, and they're all the same. And like, I'll tell you what, all it t- I don't know how we're going to be able to have vehicles pass our, our standard for our collision standard, because like you have to realize you have one cell, one cell has thousands of lithium ion batteries. And all it takes is two of those cells gently touching each other. And it goes catastrophic and like they, they literally fault out. And next thing you know, you have a battery going up in flames that burns at thousands of degrees. Uh, it's, we had one battery where it took almost six hours to put it out. So I really, uh, I, based on the wreckage, I don't know, understand how we can have a safe wreck with battery vehicles. It blows my mind. Like the Hammond incident. You remember that he was, uh, was it the Rican or something like that it was the electric vehicle that, uh, Hammond was it Hammond. Something uh, Top Gear. You know what I'm talking about. The Richard Rivian. Hammond. Yeah, the Rivian. He was test driving the Rivian, and he he went off the off the course. Yeah, and the car did. rolled, and it caught on fire. It exploded. It's fucking terrified. Imagine having well, I mean, to deal with that. But as far as safety goes, too, though, you have to think about the fact that these vehicles are carrying human beings that they need to keep safe. So it can't be too much of a task to come up with a system to protect the battery. You know, I mean it. Uh, you got roll cages for humans. What about steel right. reinforcements? In the think about it. Day? Think about it this way, right? So we had one where the battery fell from the lift. So the robot goes over. It has suctions. It picks the battery up and it goes over to this table where it aligns and has all these lasers to make sure that all of the tabs are correct and in alignment. So they're good enough to be loaded. It's called modular unload and modular inload. It dropped six inches, Logan. It fell off the robot six inches and two batteries were able to touch and it went catastrophic. Can you imagine a, a high speed incident where at 60 miles an hour you hit a telephone or a, in, in another vehicle? Like, I'm sorry, I do not see a safe way of having these batteries not being able to touch each other at a high speed impact. Yeah, it would almost be like putting a highly flammable liquid in a vehicle and driving it at high speeds. That'd be pretty crazy, too. It is. And I mean, that's what it is with combustion engines, but you have to have that combustion. And even that gasoline or petroleum vehicles, when they catch on fire, they're easy to extinguish. The problem with lithium ion batteries is they're not. You have to use CO2 powered, um, you know, uh, what are they called? I'm having such a brain fart. Extinguishers. extinguishers. And even that we had a fire extinguisher for CO2 power. It took them five hours, Logan, with CO2 powered fire extinguisher to put out one battery cell. Um, get average car way. has eight. I mean, you've seen PCs run uh, in a in a fishbowl, right? With mineral oil. What if you had an extinguishing system that just floods the entire battery compartment with uh, mineral oil in, in the event there's a collision? Which that, that would be we awesome. Are, but then think about that. you're it. driving around. But you're driving around with a reservoir of fucking mineral oil constantly. That's added weight. And you know how car manufacturers are. Less weight, more power. Like that's just how they go. Anyways, while Paul's actually learned something at work, 
Um, and Logan, I really enjoyed that smart ass response about cars and combustion <laughs> engines. That was fucking hilarious. Fuck Let's you. talk more about this avatar. All right. So you've got a car with glass doors for starters. Oh, yeah. Like how do those even open? Is it like a butterfly wing door or do you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're thinking that it's modeled after like an insect's wings. So you know how they can be translucent. So the, yeah. they go up in the air and kind of give that, that look to it. So it's, it flies down the road and it, the doors open. It looks like wings, but okay. So really quickly, the whole reason that I mentioned the battery Mm -hmm. in the first place and how much raw materials it takes is because this electric vehicle is going to have a graphene based organic cell chemistry. Oh, it completely, it completely eliminates rare toxic metals and like in metals. Right. Um, and they are 100% recyclable as well because Ooh. of the materiality. So that's that's a cutting edge. Actually, that's something that's new that we've, we've not seen in the world of market going EV. That's actually different. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty huge that they've been able to do that. I don't know how they're doing it. And I'm sure I'm sure that there is something that has been left out of that equation that we don't know about. But either way, it's a step in the right direction, I think. I mean, Absolutely. if you think about it. Even with Tesla, the reason why they're able to continue bringing the cost of their vehicles down is because they're mass producing it. If hypothetically it comes out as a $76,000 car, uh, I would imagine they'd have some type of aspect of mass producing it. But if that organic battery method is a cheaper, more effective method to creating batteries rather than having little tiny children mining a lithium mine. Um, yeah, I could see how it's, it could be cost effective. That is such a gorgeous looking car though. It is definitely future. It's almost like Tron. Like you guys saw Tron, right? It reminds me of Tron with those wheels lighting up and everything. I have just questions on the wheels. Like, are they still made of rubber? Like based on the structure, how do they work? Cause they don't look like they're mounted directly to the car. They, they are. Um, but I have the same question. Uh, I wonder how they're ma- able to make it crab walk with these wheels. I really then don't know. It would have to be a completely different drive differential and everything in order for it to do that. Because like normal crab walk, the whole wheels will turn, but there's not a lot of turning with that kind of layout. There's yeah, no way know. this car would be 76. I mean, even look at the charging capabilities of it. You can fully recharge in less than 15 minutes, and that's 700 kilometers. So five, what, 470 miles on, Wait a second. on a charge? Wait a second. Did you say it'll full charge in 15, 15 minutes? 15 minutes. That's that's life change. That's 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 changing. There's no. I I would have to see it to believe it myself. That's a lot. A lot of car companies have come out and said or promised us a lot of things and then not fulfilled upon this. We have yet to have a car manufacturer actually be able to come out and say that it's going to take 15 minutes to charge your vehicle. I ain't going to believe that till I see it. I think we should have a shot. Cheers. As I drink my coffee water. Cheers. Yeah, drink your coffee water. But like even Tesla came out and said that their car would take like, what, 45 minutes to an hour to charge for a full charge. And it's longer than that. When did Tesla's come out, though, a decade ago? Yeah. Well, no, that's the new one, like their newest model, Logan. Not like not like the Model One or P One. Like this is their new Model Three that they released, and they said that and it still doesn't hold up to that capability. They where haven't the fuck even do your, changed them. Where do your legs go in this thing? Like I'm looking at this interior photo. It looks like a maxi pad for a seat pushed right up <laughs> against the dash. <laughs> it's it's much bigger than it looks in this photo. 
That's what she said. I just want to know, do they lean back? Because those seats look like straight bucket seats. There's no leaning back in that. Did I just hear a wheeze in the room? (laughs) Because me me and Burke are laughing our ass off right now. It looks like somebody took a futuristic sports cup and said, you know what, let's just enlarge this and put somebody's ass in it. (laughs) I wonder if it's got good absorption rate in those seats. Stop. Stop. For the heaviest of flows. The high class air filter. I swear to God. Well, you guys know it's the world of water or whatever is the next avatar, right? Yeah, it comes out in December. I cannot wait. You're going to see these cars in there and there's going to be a comment. They're going to be like, look at those seats. I bet they have a good absorption rate. And then like a flow of water and James Cameron's critters come flowing through. I just wait. I like what you said, though. Like, where do your feet go? Because like those look like you have no place to put your foot. Here's the thing. That. These cars in general. Whether you're talking like any Concept super hype car out right now, you're talking about a max height, like preferred max height of like six foot three. Yeah. Like I feel like that's even a stretch. Are, look at Shaq. Shaq's riding around in a Buick. All right. Hey, don't hate on the Buick, bro. Those I don't hate on the have Buicks. more room in than you would think. But you don't like you're not six foot ten riding around in this vehicle and it, or any other super hyper car. You're just going to be. Unless it's a convertible, and then you just always have to drive with the top down. <laughs> right, and if you wreck it, there is, um, you know, a high probability of you getting absolutely smushed. Oh, okay. So that. they slide back. Those do look super comfy. Look at that. They look almost the look like the insole of a shoe. Like yeah, you know, when is... you look at the insole of a shoe, it looks like that. Like a Doctor Scholl's. <laughs> I mean, it is. Even the light blue colored of that dash is Doctor Scholl's. Right. All right. I mean, look. I wonder if it's memory say... foam. It's memory foam. Get out no. of here. No. 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 This is vegan leather. <laughs> vegan leather. Vegan leather. <laughs> serious, that's what they. That's what they call it. Vegan leather. I had these. I had these gummies that were vegan gummies. How the fuck do you make gelatin? So look. Vegan. Look. That doesn't make sense. Anyway. You can't. I mean, it's it's such it's an got... oxymoron. Do you see that this says it's color changing fabric? Yeah, I see that. Depending on the light, it changes color from dark blue to a light blue. And they have vegan Dynamica leather. It's the first and only microfiber that guarantees environmental sustainability throughout the entire production cycle. Any white seats that I'm like, these are white seats for people that are just listening. Any white seat is technically color changing if you shit your pants. (laughs) One bad period away from changing it. (laughs) Red and blue combo. I like this. Very America. Clothing flags and plastic bottles is what it's made from. It's it made from plastic bottles. So it's all recycled. The vehicle is purely recyclable. The leather is. Oh, so it's not real leather. It's straight up just pleather. It's yeah, plastic it's like, leather. It's, it's, it's like fucking Toyota. Leather. Toyota it's like does this. My couch is made out of like, oh, you want to think it's real leather, but you took the cheaper option to save a thousand dollars. What do you have Napa leather in your seats now? What do you think it is? Um, bitch, my my Cherokee is from 1999. That is full on cloth with the cigarette bar- burn holes from 2002 <laughs> still in it. I mean, I don't it, think it's real leather most of the time in cars. Even Toyota has pleather in it. It's it, and they have Lexuses too. They don't use real leather. They never really have. Look at this shit, though. You notice something about... Oh, hang on. Before we get there's there. No there's no steering wheel. About, there's no steering wheel. about this picture? No there's steering no wheel. fucking steering wheel. You use this thing. You just put your hand on it. And, and you push How? it forward like a fucking Xbox joystick. 
Oh, there's going to be automatically... so many people. So no, no, no. Here's my thing. If it's already kind of autonomous, right, and you're just pushing forward, does it read the roads kind of like a Tesla does, where as long as you've hand right there, hey, Paul, you can just move Paul, forward and back. Sh shut the fuck up and just read. For example, when driving, the neurons flow from the outside of the vehicle. When changing direction, the energy flows to the corresponding side of the vehicle. It uses biometric connection with the driver and increases his awareness of the environment. The digital neurons flow from the interior into the exterior. So basically, it's using hand neurons to to flow. Yeah, I'm I'm calling bullshit. This car is not going to be mass produced, and this is not hitting our roads for another 15 to 20 years. I call it right this now. I'll put $100 on it. There's a neural connection at the base of the neck, too, in the seat. So you have to be leaning back the entire time yeah. to drive. Does it automatically know the speed limit, too? So it's like you can't just full on gas it. It's like, no, sir, you have reached your max speed limit. The outside world around the vehicle and the surrounding area is shown in real time 3D graphics and at the same time shows what is happening on the road in front of the vehicle. So all of this digital inside of this vehicle shows everything that's going on outside. Passengers so. become aware of the various forces of nature that are not normally visible to the human eye, such as magnetic fields, bioenergy, or ultraviolet light. That's what's being displayed on that dash. Shut the fuck up. Future. Future. Oh, so that's why they did this thing with Avatar, you know? You got to literally have your hand on it so you're, like, you know, attaching yourself to the car in order to drive. So that thing on the hand in that picture, if you can go back up right, Logan, um, is that something that, is that, like, a key? You kind of have to have that? Or is it just giving an example of, like, your palm has to be touching that? Or is that something you actually have to have on your palm? It's just showing the, where you would connect. That's like, the tattoo. Uh, they give they you just, that tattoo when you, when you buy the car. It's you actually have to get an implant right now? It's got a microchip in it. Yeah, so here's a closer look at the wheels. Those are kind of oh, wild. Oh, God, those yeah, wheels yeah. are wild. Look how low I, it is. Yeah, Does it, it raise? It has to raise. There's no way. Because, like, the potholes in Ohio alone would fuck this thing up. Oh, my. Uh, what? <laughs> Ads. Look, I'm, I'm all for it. It looks great. But I'm so I'm gonna say it again. I don't see this just driving around our roads for like another fifteen to twenty years. I don't hey, Paul, see it. Can you do me a favor, Paul? Quit fingering your microphone. I can just hear every single click, 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 click. I'm not fingering my microphone. You're fingering your micro. I just heard it. Yeah, caught your ass red-handed four K. That's me muting it. It really like you hear me click that. It shouldn't. You shouldn't hear that. I do. I don't know. Well, we know what Logan watches. Porn. All right, I really hope they didn't talk about the wheels. But yeah, I mean, even on in America, this road would not survive. You're you're talking perfect pavement. I mean, this is definitely a track car. Ooh, I can hear it. Uh. I do like how the baffles on the side rotate, they turn, they flip. It's pretty cool. Actually, Felix, shut the fuck up. <laughs> So for everyone that's um, listening to the podcast, you can't hear the video that we're playing, which kind of sucks. Um, but it's just a description of the car basically moving forward. He's using his hand there. He said he steering is so last year. Steering wheels are so last year. Yeah, look What's at funny it, is, driving. Oh, this did come out in 2020, this video. Look, look. Oh, he's crip walking that car, Brian. 
It's all oh. Android. Oh, look. Here's my thing. Is that just that they're not going to go any faster? Or like they're, every video I've ever seen of this thing on TikTok or here now, they've slow. been going this speed. They're not I going mean, fast. it's a prototype. Right. Yeah, they don't want to break it. But like the new fucking prototype for the Chevelle drives faster than that. The new prototype for that new Ferrari with a joystick drives faster than that. And yeah, I said that. They have a Ferrari that's controlled with a joystick. There's no steering wheel. It's a joystick. Anyways. Wild. That's all I wanted to see. That's a cool fucking car. I'm glad you brought that to my attention, Logan. I really... Oh, I gotta switch. I really hope... Um, yeah, I really hope that this is something that could be put on the streets. But again, until the, the infrastructure of the United States or most countries develops better to the point they can bring roads up to date, I don't know. Cars are so, cool. I don't think it's the future of tra uh, transportation, though. Right, but like we see that, right? You know, we see more manufacturers going away from kind of steering wheels. Um, and I was talking about this with Burke earlier, like the joystick with Ferrari that they're releasing for the new Spider. It actually makes sense because, like, a joystick you push forward to go forward, you pull back to slow down or stop. You know, left, right, and like it's beautiful. Like you're sitting in that car, and you can probably look it up too, Logan. But you can sit there; it's off to the right side, and it's angled. So when you're pushing it, it's like a throttle, like you're in a spacecraft. And it is so freaking cool. Like, can you imagine not having a steering wheel anymore? And you're just like, hey, Maverick punching it, you know, pushing the joystick down. That'd be pretty cool. It would be different. Uh, I mean, there's different things. I like how them thinking out of the box for getting away from the steering wheel. Like, I like Mercedes with the little hand thing. That's cool. Um, I like the idea of the joystick. But, like, what else could we do under other than those two things? I feel like uh, those are the two options we're picking from. I have a great one. Not for steering, but getting rid of keys in general. I think you should have a, a a seat that when you buy your car, you sit in it, you press a button, and it scans your butt cheeks, and it knows the owner of this car by their group. butt cheeks. Oh, um, I mean that could be a feature like fecal matter detected in thirty two minutes. Find <laughs> safe destination. Here's a here's a route for the cleanest bathrooms. That'd be cool. The shit Clean car. bathroom finder application yeah, awesome. comes with the car. I was actually thinking about starting a blog of like, so I live in Cape, right? So I figured go to every single building in Cape and go to their public restrooms and put a scale together of the best restrooms to, to go to, like a restroom finder for this area, and then maybe blow it up and allow other people to add into it. I think it'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's badass. Let's take a shot to that. I'm going to drink my Diet Coke through a straw. Paul disappeared. Is he playing with somebody's feet? No, I'm reading the chat right now, looking at uh, Hollingsworth saying drink, and then your wife saying looks like a, a pod, and yeah, like, I'm just reading all the chat right now. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But fair I am going to drink, um, Connor. Yeah, did you want to talk about... Connor, that's freaking my buddy that I work with, that's freaking um, Jared. Jared, I'm drinking. Oh, a lot of Hollands. Um, so let me ask you, Paul, you brought up somebody earlier today. Yes. You wanted to talk about him because I have his body. So we're we're drinking. We're getting a little. Well, I'm me and Logan are drinking. Connery's not. Um, many of you have probably got on Netflix and before that heard of John McAfee. Um, and the new documentary came out, and it is definitely something, and it's something that I wanted to bring up and talk about because there's a lot of controversy and conspiracy floating around this man. Um. You know, a lot of people are like, hey, he didn't kill himself. You know, he came out and said, like, I'm not going to empty myself. I love my life, blah, blah, blah. And then he ends up, quote, unquote, hanging himself. 
Um, so like the, the, the documentary is crazy. You get to see the real craziness of McAfee um, and like how nutty he really was as not just a billionaire, but also the information that he had on multiple governments throughout the world, uh, including the U.S., Belize, Honduras, fucking a couple, you know, European countries. And uh, he was going to say when he, you know, if he died, he had a set timer to release documentation of the corruption of the United States government, the policing government, all these governments, if he was killed. And well, he could, he died and there was a timer and the timer went wild. But then obviously we had that structure, which where it was under his name that collapsed in Florida, Connery. You live in Florida. Remember that building that collapsed? Yeah, that's Holy the building that, that held the documents and the computer to release it. So now there's more conspiracy saying that that building purposely was blown up or collapsed to stop the spread of the documents to worldwide. Okay, so for starters, this uh, for people that don't know, in Miami, there was a building collapse. It was so significant throughout the entire state that all jurisdictions had to update their building codes because yeah. of this building collapse. Right. For starters, if you are a multi-billionaire, why the fuck would you put it in a shitty condo in Miami? Right. And that he had it there, I guess, for years. And he owned that building before he was, you know, huh. under hunt from the United States government and so on and so forth. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff going into that. And then like the documentations and the corruption throughout our government, police government and so on. But then he was in the in the documentary. He's very he can come off kind of very paranoid. Um, but then it always seemed like he was kind of right. You know, the documentary. I would definitely say it was a little biased towards his favor. Obviously it was done by vice and his, uh, in his, uh, perspective and people following him, you know, he's like, Hey, I'm going to get arrested. And sure as shit, like he got arrested. Like he just seemed to know like when shit was going downhill and they just were there to capture it. Uh, the only thing they didn't capture was when he had his heart attack. Um, but still this man in jail while he was, where was it? It was it's in Spain. He was in Barcelona under U S customs tweeted out because he was, I guess, allowed to have his phone in Spanish prison. I don't know. White collar prisons, maybe said, like, if I ever decide to kill myself, which it won't like or no, what was it? it was like, I love I have the food here is good that I've made friends here. Just know if, if I want I were to abs- or if I were to hang myself, if I was to hang myself. Yeah. So there will be no fault of mine. Oh, is there that Burke? That's Burke. Yeah, he's right here. It'd be no fault of mine. So he was going around Hi, saying. Hi, I guess he's going around and saying that it would be no fault of his to hang himself. And then a couple months later, boom, he's suicided. So there, you can see how there is a lot of conspiracy. Get your tin hats on of, of surrounding this man. I mean, he owned the largest malware and security software. I mean, Intel bought it for seven billion dollars. Yeah, if you've ever had a computer, you know, especially a Windows computer, it comes preloaded with the McAfee um, software. But it's funny because after this whole thing happened, now it's not preloaded with with, from Intel with McAfee. It's preloaded with Norton security. Uh, Mm. And so you're like, is there something maybe because of what happened with him, this documentary and his name that they're wanting to sell off McAfee or change rebrand, quote unquote, McAfee security software? Um, so that's what I kind of want to talk about is what do you guys think on this? I mean, there's a lot of people on the dark web that are saying like this man was straight up murdered and he did not hang himself. I mean, it's another, it's another one of those things. He was probably Clinton. 
No, he probably had information leading to the arrest of Hillary Clinton, and he accidentally posted it on Twitter. And then what? Two hours later, he's gone. Uh, I don't know if it was two hours, a little while later, but he tweeted out, you know, that if I F Epstein myself, it was no fault of mine. So, like, he was pretty much saying, like, I'm happy. I have good food. I have friends here in jail. Um, and there was a picture of him he posted in his cell. And he said, here's the exact quote. I am content in here. I have friends. I have the food is good and I am well. I know know that if I hang myself a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. And this was at 2 p.m. October 15th of 2020. He died in 2021. January we, we've left out an important detail here, though. Was what it, is that? Didn't he kill himself just after the Spanish court authorized his extradition to the U.S.? Uh, that's what they say, because they were also try- saying that they were trying to accuse him of murder of his wife that he said he loved uh, and all kinds of things. And he was saying that. And then all of a sudden they said that, oh, it came out in 2021, like this came out and they're going to extradite him to the U.S. And then he was like, they came out late, a little, little bit later as soon as they were moving him. So he moved cells. He was no longer in the cell he was originally at or block he was at. He was moved. And then all of a sudden he was dead. So that's why conspiracy theorists are like, oh, they moved him. And then to kill him, like there's no, they moved him to a cell with no security cameras to watch him, how he died. Kind of. Oh, Epstein died. You know, we have no video cameras. We have no proof of him doing it. And all of the security cameras were down. So it just, all of these things had to have lined. And that's why conspiracy theorists go crazy with this stuff. It's like everything had to line up just right in order to get to where we are now. And that is sketchy. There has to be something weird here. There's so there was this giant uh, pump and dump that I know um, McAfee did with 13 million dollars worth of cryptocurrency. Right. But before I get to that, I wanted to say one one thing before we get on to that. Remember what happened with Epstein? He was in a cell. He was moved from that cell and then he died. And this exact same thing happened to McAfee. The coincidences when you line them up is just very fucky weird. Couldn't I say? Couldn't I go commit a crime and then say I had information on the government publicly and then kill myself and say that if I die, the government killed me? Couldn't I? I'm, I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened, but playing the devil's advocate, could I not do that if I know if I knew I did something wrong and I wanted to light a fire? Yeah, you could. But I mean, you're. You're not you know a, a, a billionaire, you know, <laughs> that has had I mean, if you think about it. I would imagine uh, the the McAfee software was also downloaded on a lot of government computers, right? All of them. That's why he had this information. They gov- he was the government contract for security. He had yeah. all top secret clearance. He had shit. And Blackwater. Yeah, he had shit on shit on shit for major government corporations and, you know, ev- throughout the world. Not just U.S., not just Belize or Honduras, like overseas in Europe, overseas in freaking Saudi Arabia, everything. Everyone liked to use him for his security software. And he had a shitload of info on a lot of governments. And he made a lot of enemies because, you know, if they try to come after him, he's like, I'll just release your info. Yeah, not the best tactic in my mind, I would say. But, you know, I actually only knew about all this stuff because of Jimmy, Um, Jimmy Jimmy Watson. Yeah, Jimmy Gale Watson. He was uh, the bodyguard for Pat McAfee, and uh, not he's Pat a, McAfee. Don't you talk yeah, bad sorry, about my Pat, Pat McAfee? McAfee. Damn yeah. It. Anyways, the legend uh, that he is. Yeah, but he's on TikTok. He's the uh, the Mighty Warrior 2022. 
Yes. He's on house arrest because of the whole he he uh, the courts John. thought he was involved. Yeah, John yeah. McAfee uh, in the crypto, you know. Pump I mean, since since John McAfee is gone, Pat McAfee has to replace him and be the best McAfee. So, hats well, off, Pat. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. I don't know. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting world. I think it's pretty fucking nuts. But yeah, is it a? Yeah, he he probably was killed by Clinton. What do you keep disappearing I mean, to? Are you sucking those toes, Paul? No, I was actually ordering B dubs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it, here's that thing, Korean it, sauce, my boy. It could go either way, I think. I really do. He could have realized that he was fucked because he was coming back to the US and then been like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going on my own terms. Because, you know. Let's say maybe even he did have the information and he knew he was going to a black site. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe he did have the information, but he was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to deal with American justice. I'm going to do this on my terms. Yeah, I mean, because it's public for how long before people forget that you're in a prison somewhere overseas. I mean, we right. know the next person that's going to be killed by the U.S. government is going to be uh, Snowden, right? Once he gets extradited back here. He's not going to come back. He's not getting back. No, hopefully not. Be nice for a new uh, fresh batch of uh, nice leaks. I mean, it was around the same time. You guys remember the fappening? The what? The fappening. Is that like people jerking off or something like fapping? Okay, so yeah, apparently you don't know. I think it was the beginning of the pandemic. It was the great fappening. Um, that's what they called it. It's where... A bunch of iClouds of celebrities were hacked and all of their nudes were uh, posted throughout the internet. You remember that? No, this is this is new to me, sir. That was called the Great Fappening. And uh, it was around the same time that Edward Snowden, uh, all of the government's information was released. Uh, I remember I was like, man, I, if I want to research something, I can I can research something. If I want to jerk, I got the Fappening. And it was both <laughs> leaked information. It was crazy. Uh, isn't it great the internet it's 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 terrible and great like if you want to search something uh whether it be celebrity news or fucking conspiracy documents released you can you can do all of it on the internet it's a fantastic time to or be alive look at concept cars do that too oh yeah there's that i showed lauren the internet is for porn she never heard that song you guys remember that no so, so grab your dick and double click the internet is for porn that was a great music video was that from a show uh, I don't I don't know. I know it came out like 15 years ago. It was one of those original like Internet YouTube videos that just was hilarious. Like uh, what what in the butt? It was around the same time of those songs. Gotcha. Um, what do you mean? What what in the butt? I've never heard this. What Internet I song said, what, is that? What in the butt? You want to do my butt in my butt? Is that a thing? That's a song? No, it's a we'll we'll show you it later, Paul. But, you know, it's an actual song. Um. Anyways, I have something I want to talk about. Are you going to just what sit do you there quietly? Oh, there we go. Finally. Thanks. I'm glad somebody asked. Um, so I was on I was <laughs> I was on Reddit, right? And I it was across the page. Uh, Will you get about, to the point? No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Is this oh, a rabbit bitch. hole all of a sudden? Are you, did you dive down a rabbit hole again? I did. And this is all five different six different things that I dug into that are all kind of related in some way or another. So in 2011, a South Korean mall had to be evacuated after a 17 person dance class 
match okay. the natural re uh, resonance of the building and caused it to violently shake for 10 minutes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, <laughs> Repeat you, know what you know what honky tonk means, right? No. White people hitting it hard. So that's what I was saying. I mean, it was Korean people. Um, hey, Paul, did, you want to learn some Korean? You say it to stupid people. It's called munchon. Yeah, munch on these nuts. Anyways. Got him. <laughs> got him. Uh, so it got me thinking, natural resonance. So every single building, every single thing in the world has a na natural resonance that it, it it stays in, right? That's what forms and keeps the uh, formation of the object, right? So it's the exact reason why militaries marching on bridges can't march in rhythm. Otherwise, it can match the uh, natural resonance of the bridge and cause it to fall apart. It's catastrophic. Did you know that, Paul? Yeah, I didn't know any of that. So like, just because of the rhythm themselves and them making it. So I mean, it's the same thing with like glass. If you hit a certain frequency, it'll shatter the glass. It's the same thing with like a bridge. You're, you hit a certain frequency. Think about it like this. It, you match a natural resonance of what the object is. It causes it to just fall apart. It's not being held in place anymore because the outside area of it is reaching a decibel that's causing it to just fall apart. It's vibrating. Correct. It. Yeah. Okay. Got me thinking even more. The moment I read that on the article, I was like, okay, natural resonance. There could be a weapon of that, right? This is the conspiracy side of it. So in 2005, did you know? the aurora borealis you know those cool things you see up in alaska and around the um i've the seen north them. yeah we actually man-made one those uh, one of them in 2005 using resonance so there's a conspiracy theory laying around the u.s military and one of their bases that they have in alaska out of there they have this uh device if you will called uh it's short so it's called harp H-A-A-R-P, not A-A-R-P for the old people, but it's short for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Now, it's under a strange category because it uses natural resonance and resonance and high decibels to change uh, the sky, if you will. It, it, I actually, it can... I just yeah. looked up what it sounds like. Do you want to hear it? I do want to hear it. I do. Okay. I actually, okay. I really do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't. I can't with you right now. Motherfucker. <laughs> you got us all. Uh. You really did. Hey, but here, back to the harp thing. They also are the same comp or government uh, enterprise or whatever organization that has the giant um, uh, sound um, radio what are those fucking things called sound dishes to listen to outer space yeah. same same government organization harp they listen to outer space to see for a deep space transmissions for alien or you know meteors or whatever potentially coming to earth that's yeah. kind of creepy but my second question i guess it was my first question is that i'm getting to you how are they going to be able to make an aurora borealis using these frequencies when we've always been taught the aurora borealis is like accumulation of radio of um um, radioactive material from space that's getting trapped in our upper atmosphere from our fucking um, ionosphere. So yeah, the yeah, US, yeah. so why the harp exists kind of answers that. The U.S. military is interested in the ionosphere because of a portion of the atmosphere plays a role in transmitting radio signals. 
HARP sends radio beams into the ionosphere to study the responses of it, one of the few ways to accurately measure the inaccessible part of the atmosphere. HARP operates out of uh, Gakona, Alaska. So they use high-power radio frequency transmissions that basically perturb the atmosphere, which can cause a, a, a borealis effect. Um, now, some people have even said that it's related to earthquakes, because if you think about it like this, and this was the rabbit hole that continued after I researched all of this, was, okay, Tesla. So Nikola Tesla worked on something that actually um, you, is, is, it's an oscillator. So in 1898, at 48 East Houston Street in New York, he created a device called an oscillator. So I'm glad I have your attention, Paul, you ADD bastard. Oh, he's gone. He's gone in the rabbit hole. He looks hammered. Anyways, so he made this little machine, and this little machine uh, could basically fit in your overcoat pocket. Um, quote from Tesla himself, I was experimenting with vibrations. I had one of the machines going, and I wanted to see if I could tune it to the vibration of the building. I put it up a notch after notch. There's a peculiar cracking sound that pretty much emanated from the building. I asked nah. my assistants where the sound came from, and they didn't know. I put the machine up a few more notches. Then there was a louder cracking sound. I knew I was approaching the vibration of a steel building. I pushed the machine just a little bit higher. Suddenly, all the heavy machinery in the place was flying around. I grabbed a hammer and broke the machine. The building would have been a, um, about our ears in a few minutes. Outside in the street, there was pandemonium. The police and ambulances arrived. I told my assistants to say nothing. We told the police it must have been an earthquake. They never knew it existed. So he was able to make a device that could fit in your overcoat pocket. And essentially, it's causing... Um, it's, it's beams that are able to move up and down rapidly and it was adjustable to cause vibrations. Well, because he had it in the building, it was matching the vibrations of that building. The building naturally produces the natural residents of the building and he almost toppled a building. It got my thoughts going even further. What could that do to a human? So I found out oh, today no. that if you could do a sonic weapon, would your head explode? We already have that. We use sonic weapon. We we designed one in like the seventies. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you've ever been to a concert? Yes. Okay. Your body is being exposed to around one hundred and ten decibels, right? You can. That's the one where you can feel it in your chest. It makes you a little disoriented. Uh, Logan's been to one where he threw up. It can cause dizziness. <laughs> yeah, confusion. because that was because of the decibels, right, Logan? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can hear a very low, low frequency sounds at levels around 88 to 100 decibels down to a few cycles per second. So it matters on the cycles per second, as well as the decibels that are, are being emitted, right? Um, levels above 140, it's going to cause pain. But the primary effects of infrasound are not your ears, but the rest of your body. So essentially, you're feeling this throughout your entire body. A fun fact, right. your, your head would basically explode at 240 decibels. That's wild. However, so wait, my question is, is like, because mm -hmm. we always hear those things are in video. This could be absolutely off the wall. I'm not even close to right. So what, what decibels do your eardrums burst? Because like your eardrums would burst before your actual head would, because like you wouldn't actually hear it. Then it would be the vibrations you would feel and you'd get nauseous and then puke. No, like we use that as a, as a torture method. 
No, your body. Yeah. Starts to come apart. Right. I get that. Sheer sound. Like I'm not talking about like. We're not talking about eardrums popping. We're like, talking okay, about your body falling you, apart. I, I get that. Fell, so, if you I, fell at a height that could literally obliterate your bones, like yes. if you hit the ground, yes, your fingers are going to be obliterated, but your arm is too. Okay, yeah. that's where you get like it's at? the same thing. Like your yes, your eardrums would burst, but your skull is no, also gonna. I guess break. where's the difference? Like, there's a range, obviously, is what I was saying. Like here's this where you're having fun. Here's where death is. Where is it? Like your eardrums burst, where you're not hearing anything. You're just feeling the vibration. Technically, like, how um, decibel would it be? I don't. I mean, that's probably like, like I said, it's left field. I don't know. About seven. But, about seven. Seven about, eleven. About ninety. Um, I'll get into that. So there was a guy named Vladimir Gavaru and Vladimir Gavaru in the 1950s. He was basically brought in to do uh, the uh, the scientific studies of effects of low frequency vibration on people stuck um, and affecting people's whole bodies. Right. So he was essentially uh, launched into a series of experiments on the effects of infrasound on human subjects with results as reported in the press, ranging from subjects needing to be saved in the nick of time from infrasonic envelopment of death that damaged their internal organs to people having their organs converted to jelly by exposure of a infrasonic whistle. He was able to make a whistle that could turn your insides to jelly by the time 166 decibels is reached, people notice breathing problems, essentially causing your lungs to fall apart. Nah. Yep. Um, supposedly, supposedly, though, Gavaru had pat patented these, and they're on the basis of a secret government program into infrasonic weapons. These would definitely qualify as acoustic weapons if you believe easily accessible web references. However, um, when this person that I'm reading from their article of something that I dug up, when he started digging deeper, I found out that while Gavaro did exist and did the acoustic research, he had actually only written a few minor papers in the 1960s and described human exposure to low frequency, not infrasonic sound. And none of the supposed pa uh, patients existed. Subsequent, uh, subsequent and con uh, contemporary papers in infrasonic research that cite his work at all do so in the context of pointing out the problems of letting the press get a hold of complex work, if you will. Um, so, yeah, weapons do exist. Yes, you can be melted. Uh, yes, it can destroy buildings. Yes, it can cause earthquakes. Yes, it can control the weather. Devices exist that can do all that. So here, connecting things then. Don't you think it's possible that we could, I don't know, take out a building in the middle of a downtown area to hide national security that could, I don't know, maybe jeopardize all of the United States and the well-being of their government. Or you could put this device that's essentially able to fit into your coat pocket on a building and have that building collapse, such as like a nuclear power plant. All I'm saying is that we had the heart, the heart attack gun. We have this now. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things where our government is just like, this. I dug deeper. I dug even deeper, though. I said, OK, in 2019, though, there was this thing about the global hum. Okay. Did you hear about that? The what? The global hum. There's this mysterious global oh, hum. Yes, I, I saw videos on the TikTok of that. That is eerie. That is creepy. 
So up to 4% of people, though, are saying they hear a strange low-pitched noise known as the hum, but no source has ever been found. Some people are saying it's in the city. However, even people that are living in the countries are still able to hear this sound. Could it be correlated to vehicles all stopping and going at the same time on the roads? Could it be uh, airplanes flying over at the right path and they're crossing over, causing a vibration or through the airwaves? I mean, essentially, we... We're exposing ourselves to um, different ways your body can be impacted by resonance. And I sound like I, I'm starting to listen to myself as I talk, and I sound like a fucking crystal person. You know what I'm talking about? Like, this crystal, crystal arranges hey, your natural all, reson resonance. Don't hate on crystal people. My sister is one of them. Um, <laughs> she believes in that stuff. You know, it is whatever. To each his own. People her. believe in a, a bunch of different things. So... Can I believe I mean, a rock? No, I, I believe a rock has its own natural resonance where you could match the vibrations of it and it'll break. Does it emit it though? Does it emit don't know. resonance? I mean, I don't think so. But I mean, again, people believe different things. You know, people around the world believe all kinds of crazy shit and you just got to rock with it. Um, but the residency thing is still, I'm still hung up on that, like making it a weapon in a sense. Like, Imagine being on a, like, if we made this an actual weapon on like a warship, right? And you could just point it at another enemy warship where the ship itself would just sit there ringing. Could you imagine sitting on that ship and just seeing the water around it rippling as this warship's like crumbling to a pulp or, oh my God, I can only imagine it. It's like so, the death ray when people are like, oh, the death ray is going to be a thing or the rail gun. Like you, you guys have heard of the rail gun, the space rail gun that we were working on. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, that's um, apparently done. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yeah, everyone knows about. about that, Paul. Everyone knows about that. Not everybody knows about that. You didn't know that that was done. You know that's you know, done? Yeah. It's that we the, have it armed? It's in space right now? Yeah. You're sure. lying. I can know when you're lying. You're full of shit. Well, I'm, I'm still talking about something. The reason why all of this kind of correlates together is tele-geodynamics. What is that? Using the oscillator to be able to communicate two different pieces of, of technology throughout the world. You can essentially use this vibration, and Tesla made this, right? Um, in or 1894, he uh, created the reciprocating machine. While the fundamental operating principles of Tesla's mechanical oscillator are well understood, little has been said about how the machine would be used for underground prospecting. So he's saying that he invented this technology to detect ores, different types of ores, as well as oil underground. However, he could also say the electromechanical oscillator was originally designed as a source of uh, isochronous um, alternating electric current with both wireless transmitting and receiving apparatuses to it, using oh. it as telegeodynamics, talking to other pieces of machinery through vibrations across the earth. Really? Could that, could that be related, though, to the global hum? Uh, I don't think you're not even listening. I don't <laughs> think that's related. I think the global hum might be something different. So the I mean, hum is experienced as a constant low-pitched noise, much like the sound of a large truck idling in a nearby lot. Hearers tend to report experiencing it in urban areas, leading some to conclude that it is, in fact, a form of noise pollution. Um, but... It's said to cause the same symptoms as those that have been exposed to the oscillation or the uh, noise frequency that's being experienced with uh, harp when that was still uh, being active, uh, such as dizziness, headaches, and pressure. 
I mean, it makes sense though. Like, like I said, we use it for for torture now. If we want to get someone to talk, we'll put on a, a high frequency noise or whatever. It makes them nauseous. It makes them want to throw up. And I mean, people hear this worldwide from this hum too for a long period of time. I remember watching this TikTok where the guys like, "I just feel sick." Do you guys feel sick? And they're hearing this loud like humming in the air. You don't know where it's coming from. So I mean, it's a it's always a possibility. Like I said, you get your tin hats on. Like it's definitely a 100% a possibility, but at the same point, it could be something completely different in left field that we don't even think about. I, I don't know. It's There's too much, too many variables, I guess. Well, I mean, I did kind of correlate something from 1984 all the way up to modern times. So yeah, I mean, it's a massive fucking stretch, but what if, <laughs> what if, you know, governments are using this technology to cause earthquakes to cause but why? That's my question. Why would a government need to cause an earthquake or just why like did we this? why did we invent an atomic bomb? Yeah. To end world war, bleh. Yeah. Imagine if you're able to topple an entire country by cracking it in half from the other side of the globe. And they wouldn't ever know it's back to you. They just think it's natural. I guess that's true. I guess that's better than actually like, I don't know, flying a plane over top of it and dropping the sun on their ass. Yeah. I mean <laughs> look. <laughs> If <laughs> here comes the sun, <laughs> fucking hell. All right. It's a beautiful morning. <laughs> Man, I really got I a tan today, guys. Up in the sky. <laughs> that is radiation poisoning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that is kind of, I mean, yeah, now that you put it that way, it makes sense. I mean, we just started testing nuclear bombs again, as, as the US did. I don't know if you guys saw that too. Uh, last mm. month, we restarted testing nuclear weapons. Which is like, why, why do we need to do that? I thought we agreed on not using nuclear weapons ever again, but whatever. I think we should just fuck around and find out if California pisses off the United States, activate HARP, cause that fault line to just separate California from us and see if it works. See, that's scary though, because you know, that fault line does actually, there's a V. So right, that fault line comes together and it V's into, I don't know, the largest super volcano on the planet. All that disappeared when he said that. <laughs> I did because I leaned in to be emphasizing as much, and yeah. because I'm in my little lair back here. But like, if we did, if something like say our government actually did that, like they're like, you know what, let's test it on California, like or some shit down the future, like that would end the world. Like if that super volcano decided to erupt, it's not affecting just the U.S. That's affecting everyone on the planet. Do you remember back in the day when you were watching the History Channel with your parents or whatever, and they talked about the Yellowstone volcano? And for a good year, that was the biggest thing you had to worry about as a kid. You're like, guys, the volcano's going to erupt any time and kill everyone, no matter where you live. I mean, it still can. That's it's just we kind of grew on to our next natural disaster because there's plenty of them. Unless you're a cockroach <laughs> or a jellyfish, so Connery, you're good. Anyways, I don't know. I thought natural resonance, I thought it was a fascinating fucking topic. I definitely am going to do more research into it, but uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot today. Nikola Tesla is a badass motherfucker, though, for starters. What I want you to learn for the next topic, right, since you you dig and dive in deep for this, you went on resonance and a weapon for that. Look into weapons from, you know, weather, right? So there's a lot of people in the conspiracy and people that have messaged us to talk about the weather weapon. And how the U.S. government and other governments are making things yeah, to be able to change, including HARP, yes, including HARP, which is why I was bringing that up, to change our weather and the weather around us whenever we want to at will. So my thing is, is, if we can change the weather at will, 
why haven't we done it in areas where there is drought? All right, I'm going to throw a prediction on and we're ending this podcast. My prediction is there's going to be a massive hurricane that strikes Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Sorry, it's, Trump, you're screwed. Could you just imagine QAnon immediately saying, the Democrats have a weapon to destroy Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago. I can see <laughs> it now, the headlines. It's just so he won't run again. God. Anyways, Shit. guys... I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to tune in. Uh, look, it's a hit or miss with um, the the live, but you can always guarantee that the episode's being released on Monday at no, six. I think the live we should stick to Saturdays. We just got to build a following, guys. So tune into us. I mean, we're gonna stick. I think with Saturdays, um, we'll, we'll finite a time that's better for everyone that we think. So far, six it wasn't bad. If we need to go to seven, eight, whatever, we're gonna listen to our viewer, our viewers. Um, but I think Saturday's not bad. I do apologize. We can't do Fridays anymore. That is my fault. So if you want to yell at me, go ahead and email us and then yell at my ass. Yeah, eat his ass. Thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions Podcast. Be sure to find our merch. You can also now find it on Streamlabs. Uh, We have some high quality tie-dye merch, some baby onesies, whole nine yards. Uh, Look, I'm going to be a daddy by the next episode. So hopefully this baby drops it like it's hot uh, within the next few days because Let's let's be honest. This 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 limbo of waiting is terrifying to my face. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. You can email us at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. Uh, watch us on Twitch, I guess, every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or stay tuned for our episode dropping wherever podcasts can be found at 6 a.m. Monday morning, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Wow.